0: Thank you.
1: seconds.
2: Behind the scenes is a great reporter. <laughs> the first shots were fired about 10 seconds ago.
0: over towards the east.
2: Behind a great reporter is a brilliant producer.
0: <laughs> no, do it. Do it or I'll cry your fat. I had no
2: idea she was this good. But in front of them all, Is a perfect face. Broadcast news. Tom should say the F-14 is one of the hardest planes to fly.
3: The F-14 is one of the
4: difficult planes to master. Isn't the F-14 one of the most difficult machines for a pilot to master? I say it here, it comes out there. You knew just when to feed me the next line. There was like a rhythm to got into it.
0: It was like great sex. Well,
5: I felt something.
0: You're not well educated, you have almost no experience, and you can't write.
4: And I'm making a fortune.
0: I know I don't respect him, so what am I saying to you? You're saying stay away from it. I can't be.
4: What do you do when your real life exceeds your dreams? Keep it to yourself.
1: Tom, while being a very nice guy.
0: <laughs> it's the devil. At least kiss me when you do that.
2: You just can't stop editing me, huh? He personifies everything that you've been fighting against. And I'm in love with you. They know everything that's happening in the world, except what they mean to each other. Get ready. YMQ, go. Hmm. Hmm.
5: That was not an appropriate commercial for that movie at
6: all
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> i would think that was a totally different film absolutely, right? and that was a film i wouldn't watch
5: at all yeah, th- th- yeah.
1: this actually explains why i never watched this movie yeah.
5: <laughs> it's a great yeah, I know. Everything well, going on in the world right. except they just said right before that that he doesn't know anything going on in the world too which is, makes it funnier <laughs> i guess
6: <laughs> yeah
5: it
4: it would have just been better off to have no trailer Guess what it's about? Stay
3: last, because you're right.
4: I think that's the first time. I think it's the first time I've ever seen that trailer before, and I, I would not have had any interest in that movie. Why? I thought (laughs) ah, just a typical stupid rom com, you know? Yeah. Especially when I was 15, 16 years old.
3: Oh yeah, be like, Uh, no way. uh, Looks like a dumb kissing movie. Yeah, I was yeah.
1: 10. It was a totally <laughs> yeah. interesting movie. Um, yeah. the only thing I really remember about this movie was just how blue everything was because I mean if we all remember the 80s except for forest, uh, the 80s yeah. was brown. <laughs> like yeah. like 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 the walls, yeah. the clothes, everything was brown yeah. and then like in 87 everything became blue and this movie versus is yeah. the personification of the blue of the 1987.
5: All right, I'll take your word for that. Welcome to <laughs> Movie Night Extravaganza. Uh, we're talking about broadcast news uh, by Simpsons uh, co-creator um, James L. Brooks. At least that's the first. Uh, that's the first I've heard of him. Obviously, was being a kid yeah. and seeing uh, James L. Brooks pop up as a as a like as a. I think his name was like the first one at the end of the Simpsons during the credits. Um, And, uh, you know, he's done a whole bunch of other stuff, too. Taxi. He's done, uh, you know, uh, Terms of Endearment, as it says in that. But uh, this is, like, um, I think this is his second big film, if I'm not mistaken. I think the first one was uh, Terms of Endearment. But to introduce the panel that we have here, I have J. Andrew World, uh, illustrator, artist, working up till the last minute. He's he's doing it all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and, uh, I got cut off on... um, uh uh Ben's calling show earlier. So um TJ, if you're out there, um call call back Thursday. We're gonna do this again. I want to answer your question. And <laughs> charge that phone, Ben. Yes. That's that's
2: Ben.
5: All right. Also joined by Conan Neutron, Britonic Reversal host. Uh Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends. What's going on? uh yeah man uh i can't say i wasn't like working the last
3: minute on that uh on that theme song i mean sure the <laughs> last like 12 hours maybe something along those lines but uh yeah we got some shows coming up so that's exciting Um, excited to talk about this movie as well uh, i remembered liking it a lot but i don't think i'd like watched it in like 20 years or something mm-hmm. like it was i was young when i watched it and i got totally different experience about it excited to talk about it it's a good one
5: all right and uh, we're also joined by Jonathan Brown, who plays in Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends live band, Action Chief, and used to play with uh, Tyranny's Tyranny.
4: Hello. Yes, as I'm getting swallowed up by this chair. It's funny, <laughs> I'm look. I'm looking at the screen and it's looking, My ad this orange thing is just swallowing me. <laughs> because I have no torso. A very small torso and very long legs. So, yes, uh, uh, I... The first time I saw this movie I was in college. Uh a ex XXXX ex, 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 ex girlfriend of mine rented it and I fell in love with it. Not because it was the intrepid love triangle that they tried to describe in the trailer.
3: <laughs> really leaning into it
4: by the way. <laughs> yeah. Really
3: leaning into that part of it which is the least interesting part.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but because it was all about where, because I was an avid news watcher. I was an avid yeah, political cool. science major, very into, and I, and it was giving you a glimpse, much like Network, as we discussed, Conan, how it's giving you a glimpse into the future or maybe what was even starting to happen yeah. at that moment. But if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't have noticed. And, and that's the thing is through this. And also, I love most James L. Brooks movies and anything that Albert Brooks is in. I, I think is because he's Albert Brooks in yeah. every movie he's in. He's very dependable. Yeah. Even uh,
1: drive, which, which is amazing. Cause it's just like yeah. a, a big <laughs> departure for him.
4: Yeah.
5: Um, this but, uh, Albert Brooks. yeah, he was, uh, he was in the, the season premiere of, um, Kirby enthusiasm this season. Um, and they did I that, saw they, that. Yes. Yeah. Where they did a, um, oh, it's like a, right a in his live funeral. Yeah, did a, they did a live funeral for him, and uh, and he was a covet hoarder, right? Yeah. Like, he was
3: like hoarding uh, toilet yeah, paper, right? I remember
5: that was great, that was, was recording everything. There. He had that closet and he had all the hand sanitizer in there. Yeah, and the, and the... <laughs> I'm laughing already.
3: Yeah, yeah he's,
4: it's, uh, He he's perfect. I'm sure he would have been perfect for, for that, yeah. Um, but uh, but this movie it, it has so much uh even political even historical intrigue to it that is hidden behind the throuple of a you know of a romance that's budding in this wow i can't get over that trailer that's (laughs) scarred it's it's
3: it's not a great trailer (laughs) at all like it's like you would think this is an entirely Mm. different kind of genre you yeah. think it's an entirely different kind of uh, like level of quality like everything about yeah. that is just bad that's yeah. a bad trailer
5: it kind of feels like i think uh james l brooks for a lot of his career has kind of been um assuming that uh you know his audiences are pretty smart they're gonna get it i mean the simpsons obviously is a yeah. pretty smart show this mm-hmm. movie is a smart movie and it seems like whoever uh commissioned that trailer doesn't think their audiences are gonna get any of it and they're literally <laughs> just going through a love triangle like Show the plea, the yeah. love triangle. You can't show them anything about the actual content yeah. of the movie. <laughs> Those idiots will get that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> um. You know, it's funny. It, you mentioned he did Terms of Endearment. You know, Deborah Winger was supposed to play the part that Holly Hunter did.
3: That's on the show bonkers. to
4: to re- Yeah, it would have been a completely different movie. I think Holly Hunter was. This this movie was cast really really well. You they know, cast her, the, I
5: think, last too. They they went through yeah. a lot of different auditions and they couldn't find a lot of people, yeah. and or they couldn't find the perfect person. They found a lot of people, but they couldn't find the perfect person to play her. And um, cast her at the last minute. I think it's her first feature film that she's starring, I, yeah, a yeah. starring role.
3: I think I think you're right, Forrest. I was actually going to just real time fact check the information before announcing it, but you're I think you're 100 percent right with that. Yeah,
5: yeah, and she carries
1: this movie. And and uh, no, I watched the Scully Eber clip, and they said the same thing that this was her first. Uh, major role. So,
5: yeah, I have a, I have a clip of her talking about the casting process. Um, I think this is a good clip to start with. I, I also had, I wanted to start with one with uh, William Hurt, but I think this is a better place to start. Yeah. Off camera with Sam Jones. I mean, you mentioned Broadcast News because that was the
3: film I first saw you in. And it was this film that had such a massive, important
2: role for a woman right in the center of it. Well, that- at that time, Did you realize how rare that was at that time?
0: Well, you know, when I got broadcast news, I thought I was going to have a nervous breakdown. And I remembered that that I got, it was, it was, it was, it was tremendous, tremendously high pressure. I'd been hearing about this, the movie, and that he was looking for this leading, this leading female role for about seven months before I went in. Oh, wow. So he was, like, auditioning like crazy. Um, and finally, he, he didn't find what it was he was looking for, whatever mysterious alchemy he was looking for between the actress and the, and the part. And and finally, they just went, okay, open up the dregs. Let's just see every freaking body. And so then I came in, and they thought that I was coming in to, uh, for a PA. They thought that I was coming in for a to, to get a production assistant job. Really? So no 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 I'm, I'm here to audition for the Jane Craig. And um they went oh, oh okay. Well sure. So, <laughs> so then I I got the part. It was an immediate kind of thing and then I was rehearsing like the next day.
4: Really? Yeah I mean So we, so on your initial audition James Brooks was in the
0: room? It was Jim and they were both. Wow. There. And, and listen, we started rehearsals like, you know, the next day after I got the part. And at the end of the week, I like broke down. Um, I was crying and um, and Jim said, honey, you know, why are, why are you crying? And I just said, oh, I'm crying because because I I have an ear infection and I'm kind of sick. And, and Bill Hurt said, you're crying because you're scared. And it was just like, <laughs> Um And it was amazing that he said that. He just named me. And um, I kind of, I, I was embarrassed, but I loved him for it. Because there was an intimacy between Bill and me. Like from that moment, I just felt that Bill could see me whether I liked it or not. <laughs>
5: Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's interesting. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that they, I wonder who else they cast. I don't know if Conan wanted to do that or that they would have cast like, uh, I,
3: if I would have prepared for that bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would love to do that. I I totally did not Like, well, we and I can try to do it in real time, but uh, I know that there were, I mean, there were other people that were being uh, thought about for this, like that were more established, uh, actresses so uh let me uh let me get my top people on it <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah i i i do i it's it's funny i mean even in light of you know everything with william Hurt and found out after he passed it, it's it's interesting that she she mentions that um uh you know and, and it even opens up like and my wife and i were talking about this last night where um where it's like How many people do you know who have passed or not passed, you know, and now that we're, you know, in in light of the Me Too movement, you know, and kind of the wake of that, you find out other things about them. And, and, you know, does it does it it change your view of stuff? Does it do you look at them in a different light when you because I even haven't watched this movie and and it's and it's one of my favorite movies um, of all time, Um, but I haven't watched it. Probably in about five years, you know, before I watched it again last night, maybe, yeah, maybe four years. Um, but I but I think that's interesting. Uh, uh that she had said that uh about him. So he seems so to be I,
5: a little bit of an off-putting guy. Like even the yeah. uh, Letterman um interview that I watched with him. He kind of has yeah. this weird, this weird uh, mercurial, I guess is the word for it, edge to him that he's like kind of unreadable. And I think he uses that to his advantage in this movie. Yeah. But I think that he's more um, open and vulnerable in this movie than he probably was in real life. But, you know, it's this strange, like kind of unreadable, uh, very open quality to it.
1: In a lot of his films, he's, he's very, you know, like vulnerable and open in, in a way, um, you know, uh, lost in space. Um <laughs> I'm sorry I brought that one up, but but you know, uh, Dark City I, I think is actually a great one because because there is a certain vulnerability this his hard as nails detective actually has when he pulls out the accordion and starts playing it like he's almost you know crying while he's playing the accordion, and, and it's just you know such a such a fascinating scene. But it, William Hurt always brings that kind of like th- there's a vulnerability to him, and, and he really does like you know even in, in just garbage like Lost in Space it, it really. He does raise the bar to it.
3: So get this. Uh Catherine O'Hara. That would be
5: a, that would have been a terrible casting choice. Yeah. But
3: apparently she did great in her in her first audition, terrible in her second edition, and third and really did really great in her third Mm. one and then like it kind of became a coin toss so yeah that's a different movie
5: it was in that lull too right because we talked about this during beetlejuice we watched the clip of her talking about how she had that like career lull between second city and uh like beetlejuice Mm
4: -hmm. yeah i think i think she's great i don't see it it's a different movie i can't even yeah i i i can't even see it you don't you don't root
5: for you don't root for Katherine O'Hara. That's no. the thing. Like you root yeah. for Holly Hunter, Hunter in this. No matter like no. what decision she makes between, you know, between the two uh guys she's choosing, between Aaron and, and Tom, like no matter what, you're still rooting for her to uh succeed in the end and to find love yeah. and to have her career and love balance. And like it doesn't seem like it's really gonna work out with either of them throughout the whole course of the movie. And yeah. you can talk about that ending that just kind of feels tacked on. Yeah. Apparently, there's a second ending that is different. I didn't yeah. Yeah, I which was, would have been terrible.
1: Which but, I didn't yeah. get to that far in the uh, the the cut scenes, but there's also a gay subplot.
4: Yeah, yeah kind of which would be have been terrible too. Yeah, no, no, know. it didn't add anything to, to it, it. it. It didn't. Just, yeah.
1: I, I mean, the thing is, just like, like the scenes were interesting, mm-hmm. and, and I think after you watch the film, you know, like watching them was like, oh, oh, this actually like really develops Tom a little bit as as a human, because because yeah. he's you know, but the problem is, is that Tom needs to be that kind of like. um uh he, he needs to be that himbo.
5: Yeah. Yeah. He's like he really like, is, he's, he really is an archetypical himbo, right? Like that's kind yeah. of the
1: and, and those scenes give him a little depth because he's actually doing journalism.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and uh, I mean it's kind of a wild place to take it as well, but it's also almost like I like the things that I think make this movie work isn't because there's a lack of ideas or like things going on. Like it's a sort of like that would just be more stuff, frankly
4: yeah i mean like, and oh sorry go ahead
1: no 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 i was just gonna say like like none of the scenes that i saw like added anything to the movie you know yeah. like, like sometimes you watch a cut scene and you're like oh wait that wait, that changes the that changes everything but right you know th- these were just like it was all fluff there's nothing
4: yeah. yeah i mean i think the only thing that at least the scene with the with the gay character from state from state department would have added is when he mentions time to tap that resource from your, from your friend at state department, you know, when they're in the house and yeah. they have to do the, that's the only thing it would have added. It would have added context to that.
1: Yeah. That, that, Other like than that, only yeah. thing that survived from that yeah. whole subplot. Um, yeah. and, and it doesn't make oh, sense. Tom that's
5: country. gay and has a, has a, or Tom that's bi and has a person at state department that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no. Well, t- Tom, Tom doesn't, you know, have, the guy has a crush on him um yeah. uh, but tom, tom finds like this friendship and, and it really does kind of humanize him a bit
4: yeah but but that's supposed to be kind of tom's mo2 and you at, at least the way i interpret it and and even yeah. like even a bigger picture in this movie is is uh you know of who's the likable character in this movie yeah, I mean the most likable one's
3: probably Holly Under's character, but even then she's like, Is she God, though? Should, you're such <laughs> a jerk
4: sometimes.
3: Yeah. Yes. Well, I've said yeah, I chose okay. my words carefully. Like um, the, yeah. the guy in the, movies, the video
1: right? booth who who um <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. later <laughs> went on to murder um uh, uh, uh Robin Williams' wife in, in the movie um uh the one where he was crazy and naked in Central Park. Um Fisher King? Yes, Fisher King. Oh.
6: How,
3: he, he, oh. How did I get it from that? i don't
1: know how many movies was uh uh, Robin williams naked in central park i I mean
3: (laughs) honestly this is kind of what it's like with Lindsay and i on the couch so maybe that's why but anyway (laughs) you know the one where and like some weird like i don't think of that at all with that but i happen to catch that one detail so anyway uh he he got to do that so good for that guy because here he just got to be the editor which by the way classic uh editing drama like the scene where they're was she trying to uh, uh produce that that news clip like right. at what would be the last moment for like an old analog like studio mm-hmm. setup, right? Where he, and like then uh Joan Cusack has to like haul ass across the whole studio, like jumps over the
5: kid. Classic like, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you really just, you right? really uh you, you really forget that Joan Cusack really has that bot like she can do the body comedy really well, right? Like oh yeah, yeah. yeah physical yeah, yeah. comedy, yeah. Jump over them and like and, and I feel like as she's gotten bigger, like her roles in movies have gotten bigger. They've kind of shed that part of her uh, repertoire. Like, I, I don't right. see her having those roles as much um, now. So it's funny to see her yeah. doing that.
4: She's so good at it, though. I mean, like such a such a natural, you know, mm-hmm. at, at doing those kind of, in fact, when she when she slams into the water into the water fountain. That's so good. like it it looks absolutely real like like she like it, she didn't mean to do it like quite yeah. like that but it worked you know and yeah even how she recovers and kind of limps and she's still half running and yeah. limps up the stairs um yeah classic classic scene um you know and they it, still it, they still fire her she did yes. all of that, which is crazy. So
5: far yeah. the layoffs. The, which it shows bru- how ruthless
3: that industry the brutality is. of capitalism.
4: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there. But but back to what I was saying is who is the likable character, though. Um is that I think I felt like by design, none of them are likable.
6: Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: It's like you it's know? like faulty
1: towers um, or, or something like that. Yeah, where, where you hate all the characters, but
4: yeah. Or but you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, because even like Tom's character, it but at least like with with all of them they give you a little there's a lot of push-pull you know with where where Tom like he's really nice to the editor obviously nobody's very nice to him he yeah. he thinks the guy drops his pen Tom automatically gives him another one and it's see everyone seen and and the editor seems shocked by it like oh my god this guy's being nice to me and I'm not <laughs> used to this you know but then at the same time you know he he you know uh uh creates this you know he, he he uses uh uses a scene within a story to to shed a tear. he he does kind of the the little you know shortcuts, the the underhanded stuff for, you know, fluff. So I mean in, in Holly Hunter, she seems really smart, very, you know, very energetic, very, you know, uh um enthusiastic and knowledgeable of her job, but she takes it out on everybody else if they're not at her level. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, know. it's kind of
5: the, it's the classic, uh, flash over substance question. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Time period. Cause one side has distinctly won out at this point, right? Like the yeah. flash side of things has distinctly run out in, in newsrooms and yeah. media rooms across the country and the local ones, like, or even the regional ones like this is, um, they've been completely slashed to the, to the bottom of yeah. everything. Right. Like we're what, kind what of. What
1: region are we in? <laughs>
5: No, I'm just so saying he's, it, he's oh, talking about the station in the in the in the movie. Yeah. But, oh, okay, I'm talking about okay. regional, no, regional like stations, right? Because they're in the Washington yeah. DC Bureau of, a, of the national a news. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. But as 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 someone who is objectively flashy in this show and in life, <laughs> I do find that to be one of the more interesting things. They make this like a historical document. Like the concern of like, oh well, he's making himself the story. Yeah. Like, oh, we don't do that. What's the news? And it's like now it's like everybody does that. Yeah. That's like that but is the thing is, the, the
1: thing is, it's like, hey, everybody, it's like, it's like, right, maybe I get a point guy? out. <laughs> is he the bad guy for doing that, or is Albert Brooks the bad guy for like completely gaslighting and manipulating, well, like, emotionally? There you go, though, Holly mm-hmm. Hunter, which because means, I think, like, yeah. I, I, I'm just like, I don't know, Tom seems like the much better guy at this point. Like, go but, but
4: you're not wrong, though. But that's the thing, you're not wrong, but but you're not wrong, somebody else is going to think the opposite. That's the great I, thing about this movie. Is it I think snaps. everybody, yeah, get, yeah, exact. Everybody gets kind of because I think of all of them, I would say Tom is probably of the three. He's at least the most outwardly nice and 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 you know and and polite and palatable of the three. I mean Albert Brooks probably the worst because I feel like everybody's known <laughs> that bully before. The bully who got bullied becomes a bully. But isn't right. very good at it. <laughs> yeah. But he uses he you uses his
5: intellect, I think, to kind of do these. Uh it's almost yeah. like a Looney Tunes type thing. He uses these his intellect to do yeah. these like cockamamie schemes to gaslight Tom and to uh yeah. you know, you know what control himself.
3: I'm glad you said that for us because he does have a little bit of wily e. coyote energy.
5: Yeah. I <laughs>
3: like a little bit, a little bit. And and it makes his his uh sweat laden performance uh <laughs> all the more deeply hilarious because it's very earned that like, you know, he wants to be, you know, the popular kid and he knows that he's good at writing the news, but nobody cares about the message. They care about the messenger. And it's like the messenger. Oh, the messenger in this case, Tom, like makes people feel good. Oh, they like, they like him because he he makes them feel good. It's like, well, who cares about that? I want to get the the message out. I want to be to do this reporting. And then when people just don't care about that at all, it drives him Almost literally crazy. Yeah,
6: to well, the point yeah. that he's like, Painting... Oh, well, if I have
3: my hold on Andy for a second, like, if, if, if to, to the point that he if he's like, if I have my perfectly written script with my impeccably reported stories and just deliver the words, like David Mammoth's ideal actors, deliver the words, everyone will love me and I will be success at this. And yeah. it's just the not just a miserable failure, it's comically so. And it, go ahead, Andy. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no.
1: I was just gonna say, and also the part where he paints that that giant uh, cave uh behind uh Tom, and then the train comes out and kills Albert Brooks. It, it, right, it, 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 right. The it, it,
3: classic <laughs> deleted scene
4: that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that would have had context. They should have left that in the movie. Yeah, exactly. They cut it for time. 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 The movie was two hours and twelve minutes. It's too minutes, long. So yeah, it's too long. long.
3: There's no room. There's no room. It would be. It would be
5: pretty funny to see William hurt like this. <laughs> going on his vacation on the <laughs> um yeah. no but i think that there's this uh you know apart from the personal stories right there's that flashover substance point and i feel like tom's uh logical endpoint now right like this himbo figure that um is really good at like kind of pretending to emote in some way or like pretending to have these um vulnerable experiences on camera i feel like anderson cooper kind of embodies that
3: i was just gonna say anderson cooper yes <laughs> absolutely like a yeah. 100%. And that has become the ideal of newscasting. That has become not something that's even controversial. It's like that is what newscasting is. And to a lesser degree, you might have someone like like a Rachel Maddow or something along those lines, but like yeah, it, it's Anderson Cooper, flat out. And it in like that side one in a walk.
4: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well of course. I mean, it, even the the scene in the movie where, you know, when it, Albert Young Albert Brooks as a teenager, it's like I'm gonna tell you something's gonna ruin you for life. You're never gonna make more than nineteen thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the- and the- and the- like nineteen grand. Not bad, not bad. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's that a bit oh it's Gosh, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's but like that's I'm gonna see exactly the world, we're not gonna
5: see is. anything, you're gonna stay in this town. He's like yeah, yeah I- all right. I- great, I'm,
1: Whatever. I'm the well, okay. Then the- that because nobody spoke like a selfie. like that's where my mom's from. Yeah. And, like, I, my whole family talks like a Southie, um, you
6: know.
5: I should and, and have
4: Mark Wahlberg play the – uh like kind of
5: <laughs> Did they say that?
4: <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a whole
1: different – Yeah, it, it was you just, know, can, like, it was driving it. me nuts that scene because I kept mentioning, yeah. like, like Boston and like, I know, yeah, why yeah it's it's, nobody. Why, why Why are you not talking about pocket the car? Come on,
5: yeah. <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting bullied by Mark Wahlberg yeah. and Matt Damon from The Departure.
3: Give him, him the business. Yeah, Ben Affleck's <laughs> the third
6: guy. <laughs> but I think oh, no. that those yeah.
3: those scenes of those two guys, uh, especially to a lesser d- degree, the Hollander character, but to those guys, like you get like a real. Taste of like what kind of, what kind of jerk they are, right? Mm-hmm. Like because because the, the William Hurt character as young is like, oh, what are they? You know, they beat them off a, with a stick. What does that mean? Why should I be judged based on my looks? Or mm-hmm. like, and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. And that's and, and like, that's not a real problem or whatever he says again
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. But like, <laughs> that's, what, that's just something like, well, if that's your only problem, yeah. right? Right. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, but it
3: tells you so much about those characters, uh, just with like you know like one little scene each. Right? Yeah. That, you know, the Albert Brooks character has, a, has like a two by four on his shoulder, always yeah. like, you know, having to prove something to himself, if not others, and, and believes that because he's the smartest guy in the room, that that means he should be the most successful and
5: get yeah. all the things that he wants. And uh, genuinely and work- impressively graduating high school at 15. Like,
4: I don't yeah. know. That's sure. Kind
5: of, yes.
3: And, and, I mean, not at all
4: thank speech. you. And I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>.
3: Yeah
5: yeah. <laughs> um no and then, uh, and then sorry, have, you. uh, the young version of uh of Jane say uh, could you be a little more precise instead of calling someone something like obsessive is <laughs> a, yeah. a classic line.
4: <laughs> yeah, Literally her, her obsessed her... over girls. right
3: yeah yeah yeah. I mean and that tells you yeah. that tells you a lot about her character but not nearly so mm-hmm. much as when she's given the talk with the the rest of the broadcasters yeah. uh which, which is just a <laughs> Like, that's one of the ones that I was like, oh my God, like, I forgot how brutal this is. This is like, go like, so nuts. And then she's like, and instead of covering this story, they showed this fluff. And then, the, you know, like, she plays the thing of like the dominoes and, hey, oh, it's, everyone's it's into it. it. And everyone's yeah, like,
6: everyone oh, that's awesome. We
4: love this. And it's just over, everyone just, files, everyone just files out the second it's over. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, all yeah.
5: right, <laughs> good. We can leave now. It's a real question, right? Like, people um, don't. Mm like, what makes good news, what makes comprehensive news, what actually informs us is not the same thing as what entertains us. Yeah. And I feel like it's a constant push-pull in the direction of, um, well, not really at this point. Now it's just purely entertainment. We have Fox News. We have CNN. Like, we have MSNBC going full Fox News with Russia stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, Like, a very specific thing is one out. But, you know, there was a time when the question was about, you know, are we supposed to inform people, which might leave them bored to tears, or uh, you know how much of our news should just be about entertaining people and doing things like this giant domino thing that then gets you know uh, completely falls down and everyone's like yeah that's awesome
4: and and <laughs> which which to be fair it is sick that is yeah is yeah, I mean, yeah
1: like you know give me any Rupert Goldberg machine video from Sesame yeah. Street and I'm happy
4: and I know I I mean I'm I'm fifty so I'm dating myself but I and and Forrest I mean I think we've you know it was already established you may not remember this but. I remember the show. That's incredible when they yeah, used to man. show like Domino stuff <laughs> of show. every week. Like Domino, you know, it seemed like that was that was a it seemed like be a big thing in the seventies and eighties. Like Dominoes knocking down Dominoes. Uh, yeah, and I, I mean, for a while they session. had the
5: Dominoes, uh, the Dominoes theory. You know, like. I feel like maybe towards the end of the, the communist era, like the end of the USSR, oh. like, you know, maybe they were like, you know what, let's just make these dominoes. Domino's <laughs> <and then. laughs> yeah,
4: that's the dominoes
1: theory, right? That's it.
4: Let's, put it, let's put it in the SALT 2 treaty. You know, we, we're the use actual dominoes do you and, remember uh,
3: the, the the noid uh like yeah. remember when like someone like uh shot up a place or killed someone or something i can't remember what it was but he 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 claimed to be uh he was influenced by the noid <laughs> so,
5: which is the, like uh, well not? that's the famous uh, that's the famous son of noid right um, <laughs> son of noid. yeah the famous killer son of noid
4: <laughs> the zodiac noid
5: <laughs> but but that's
4: that's that's why
3: they had to retire that beloved Character,
4: uh, yeah, well, was, yeah.
3: well that, that's that's it's it's air quotes, beloved character. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: I had I had all the little all figurines right? along with my little ET figurines, yeah, and my Ewok figurines, and I had like a Vittress together.
5: But did yeah, no, did was, anybody, did they ever tell you to, to go in and shoot <laughs> a play? <laughs> no, but actually,
3: all they... the time. They just gave him advice on how to improve his credit score. It's really weird. <laughs> but yeah, the Noid was maybe the one of the most annoying things on, on commercials at the time, yeah, which is yeah, saying a lot. But like being driven, driving someone to murder. Age, it's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you got like, hey, it's, it's, a, he's crazy. He runs around and does stuff and he's bendy or whatever. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, well, having nothing to do with the Noid, uh, yeah. I think, well, <laughs> Do you guys think that uh, broadcast news is is a pretty good metric for the rise of that kind of infotainment culture? Because I, Conan, infotainment neutron, uh, think that it is. <laughs>
5: I yeah know. i mean i i think that tom is uh better than a lot of what we have now like you know what i mean like, <laughs> that, like- he would totally be a
3: trade up. you're right yeah
5: <laughs> like, like i feel like we've, i feel like at this point we've reached the point where even uh even tom would kind of be uh fully retired be like hey maybe we should step back a little from doing it this way he, he'd um, be like
1: keith oberman right
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: hopefully um, not as big of a dick uh, but
5: yeah yeah
3: <laughs>
1: But, but uh, you know, one thing, though, uh, I, I mean, it kind of was going on beforehand, obviously, because, you know, they wouldn't have made this movie otherwise. But I remember um, talking about like uh, how like Washington correspondents would actually trade uh, not reporting on certain stories to get access to the White House uh, because they wanted to be able to talk right. to, uh, you know, people in the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. And if they reported certain stories, they would they would essentially get kicked out. And, and like, you know, um, that still happens to this day.
3: Um, Right. Talk to Ronan Farrow. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well,
5: that Uh, kind of brings us to our to the uh, ultimate Tom president, I would say Kennedy, who um, used his uh, charisma and charm to actually get reporters to not report stories that were Especially about his affairs to people were you know chasing down leaves about stuff. He would give them this Era, super- don't real-
3: worry about
1: it. <laughs> Which by the way time. has a better accent than those guys from Boston.
4: Error um um he, he, me, he uh... would give
5: them this uh, superficial White House access in exchange for dropping stories, and he would you know charm them and take them to dinner and all this stuff. That's kind of I think the the height of um that's the height of really the Cronkite era where yeah. uh you know they kind of were in this whole informational mode but also i think that was the point where the media felt like they had some kind of um they had some kind of uh, obligation to the government or they had some kind of obligation to the state to report things in ways that you know to kind of work in tandem with with the government and that kind of has started to fall away which is a good thing i think uh in Damn some Vietnam degree like.
4: ruined it all
5: <laughs> but but also you know we've we've gotten kind of news that's so hyper partisan at this point that the news uh, on one channel will kind of plot to uh, like like you know you have something like msnbc covering uh every single trump possible uh charge every single trump like impeachment thing rapidly and then you have fox news kind of um you know covering that as if like oh they found nothing they found nothing so maybe that's not a good uh part of it but it is good i think that they've at some point have um stopped feeling that they have some obligation to cover things up in exchange for uh you know making sure the government works in the correct way or you know so well, it's, like, it.
3: yeah. it's like we talked about on Friday with Vice, right? I wish that that movie Bombshell had been a better movie because I think that's an interesting story worth telling. And there really hasn't been a lot of stories told about how Fox News changed uh, changed newscasting um, because the ones that have are all like documentaries that only liberals watch. Mm-hmm. Right? And and it's like, that, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Ca- and the things people think about, like, well, There's certain things that uh, we think of as like tropes now that are all like, you know, in the late 90s, it was kind of crazy. They're like, oh, why? This Fox is doing a news. And they're like, what's going on with this? Like, it's all salacious. and All right. That's interesting. And then they just flat out started framing language and framing the political debate of this country. And the rest of the news agencies all just kind of followed them because they're like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, our sister network here is is doing this so we got to follow this as well and they basically got played and continue to be played to this day because they don't understand the concept that you can't stop a frame with a fact attack you just can't it's not how it's not how it works
5: yeah, we're, they just, we're very much they in the haven't fact gotten checking it. era. We're, we're very yeah. much in the fact checking era, and nobody cares about the fact checking area, era no. except, um, you know, like uh, I, I'd say there's some like uh, PMC, like prof- professional managerial types who think they can stop the train moving with a fact check. Like, you know, some of the more high minded liberals, I think, think that they can really stop a train from going in one direction with a fact check. Those are the only people that that appeals to, but that's also the only uh, group that MSNBC really appeals to. You know, I mean? Albert
3: Brooks's character, if he was a real life
5: dude in in um in, in this world, would
3: be on Twitter and would be one of those guys and would be have a blue check mark and he would have a million followers and would be he would have some sort of fact attack kind of like hashtag that he just goes around and like, you know, rants about and and things along those lines for like whatever. He's totally one of those guys. Not to yeah. say he's a dummy. He's a very smart person. Yeah. But he chooses to use the application of, of, of the, like, if I throw enough facts at these people, they will be swayed to the correct opinion, which is mine.
4: But but don't you think that that was probably the case no matter what? I mean, if if I think now with, you know, now that we have a 24-hour news cycle, you know, I I, I think that absolutely adds to it. And, of course, you're absolutely right. But I, I think even as far as you were talking about how, you know, like how – Different reporters would make deals, hold stories back. Um, you know, that, that's happened in the sports world as well, you know, political world, entertainment world, um, all all through. But then again, when you're only dealing with X amount of big newspapers and three networks and, you know, I think it's it's easier to go along with that. But I think like Walter Cronkite might have kind of been that guy, but he didn't need to be because nobody was out there trying to outdo the other like, right. like, no. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, you know, I, I think, you know, tying broadcast news back to it um, all tied into like the layoffs that they had.
3: Yeah. 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 Because, they, because yeah. this is very key. This is very important. Yeah. yeah. Please go ahead.
4: Yeah. But, but to the layoffs, because that, you know, it happened for real. You know, I mean, in the 80s, it was still, you know, I mean, still very much is happening. It's, right? it's, it's still happening, week. but yeah. definitely yeah. it was a, because, you know, news was always a loss leader
3: for networks. You know, it, The news and, didn't have to make money. It was yeah. the news. Yeah, it was also and required
1: then, by law yeah. Um, yeah. Th- that they had to uh, provide a public service. And that is mm-hmm. what the news is for. Which is why on, you know, for example, WKRP, um, you know, bringing it back to, to, to reality here, um, that they had a you know, on a rock station, there was a you know, a, a news chief yeah. that that was yeah. on the show because mm-hmm. that was the public good that the uh, radio station was providing was Les Nessman's news, it was Les Nessman, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and more yeah. news, more news,
5: and less. Um, I think it corresponds also to we watch Vice, and a big part of um, the things that Dick Cheney was able to do as a congressman, um, was he was part of uh, repealing the fairness doctrine, which yeah. you know, well, yeah, for, I was gonna, yeah. yeah. So the hyperpartisan partisan nature of news comes from there, right? Because like, you always had to provide, um, even in kind of inane cases, and the right knew completely how to exploit this, which makes it funny that Reagan's the guy that, uh, you know, pulled that or was pushing to pull that because the, the Reagan, the Reagan um, campaign before, like both the 1976 one and the 1981, um, very much knew how to use the Fairness Doctrine to their own advantage. And how to get their own person on, even like, even with the most inane stories, they get their own conservative voice on there to like refute it. Um, but yeah, that, that led up to, uh, you know, something like Fox News being able to even start because um, then you don't have to have someone refute it. You could just do partisan whatever for the mm-hmm. entire news cycle. But the uh, 24 news, 24 uh, hour news cycle starts in 1980 with CNN mm-hmm. being founded. Um, yeah. And I wanted to, I wanted to add that to our it's our discussion here. yeah,
4: But I, I think it totally adds into going back to the movie, taking that as well, you know, CNN starting a person like Tom is ripe for the picking. Perfect oh. for I mean, for yeah. that time, you know, I mean, and and so every and in, you know, you can see how somebody like that on every major network would be just screaming, scouring for that guy, for that man or woman, you know, to 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 be the face of their news. But not really know much. Just, just literally. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't appealing and yeah, he doesn't know suit. much. Because right? like, nobody's hiring Walter Cronkite anymore. I, I
1: no, they're you know, hiring it, Dan it, Rather, and we're we're gonna waterboard him on the yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> John we're, Barber of Real People wants to have waterboarded? That was a classic <laughs>
6: episode of this show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> One of the most um, jarring things I've ever been on any show. I was like, wow, okay.
5: But but yes, yeah, so opening opening it up to a twenty four <laughs> news cycle, uh, twenty four hour news cycle, right? Turns it into a, a more um, competitive and less informative um, uh, media atmosphere, hundred percent. Because you know, before that, there's three networks. They each kind of have to cover the same stories. They all have morning news, evening news. Uh, stories get prioritized in the evening news. If you're breaking a story, you know the other two networks probably have that story already. If you're going to do it exclusively, it still gets broken at this time. There's a prime time um so it's not you know so it's kind of scheduled like that and with the 24 hour news cycle it totally changes the um it, it kind of changes how news can even get formulated and it changes um the the incentives like the media incentives that people have to throw these stories out there and uh you know what stories get covered well everything's covered now everything's up for grabs mm-hmm. now like it's no longer uh yeah
1: yeah, and I just also want to add that um, CNN didn't take off till the mid-80s, though, uh, with, with the 24-hour news thing, yeah. until, like, that girl fell down a well.
3: It was um, the baby Jessica, I yeah. Baby I Jessica, yes. Uh, well, I, I, I related that story when Helios Creed was on Protonic Reversal, and for some reason it misunderstood me and was, thought it was something that was happening now. And I was like, <laughs> but Helios Creed is, like, permanently high yeah. or just in his own yeah. That <laughs> says more about him than anything else. But also, it j- does not give me another opportunity to bring this up. You know who was... Started in with CNN when it first started in 1980. I'd forgotten about mm. this. Lou Dobbs. Yeah. Money line. Oh, yeah. Lou Dobbs, yeah. who our yeah. friend of the show, uh, Anna Kasparian and uh, Francesca Fiorentini, were just in the other room talking about had Marjorie Taylor Greene on. And like, on his some, I guess he's got a podcast. I forgot that dude was alive, frankly. Yeah. But like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how long that guy was, has yeah. been around. Who's basically any reputation he had, like he long since... You know, yeah, skull fucked away ten years ago. But
6: like, yeah,
3: uh, Lou I mean, on
1: CNN. Like Don Rickles, you forget he's dead, and, and it's like, wait, is he? Is right. he alive? Yeah, oh, no, no, involved? Don Rickles he's is dead. Hey, wait, yeah. wait, 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 is, is Lou Dobbs
3: alive? Oh shit, he is. Oh, he is. <laughs> Henry Kissinger's <No>. still alive?
5: <laughs> Everybody. How many Ramones are left?
3: Anyway, go
6: ahead.
3: It <laughs>
5: seems like. I, I i'm not gonna make a Gil- gilbert godfrey joke because uh now I'm <laughs> too getting soon although it. he would love yeah. it he,
3: he, he would he would he would he would love it you know? yeah <laughs> which
1: which oh man uh he, he was great though
3: not Yeah. This, he wasn't yeah. in this movie
6: though
3: uh wouldn't it be great if he gilbert was? godfrey in the albert brooks role
6: <laughs>
3: gilbert godfrey in the tom role oh I'm just so handsome! Everybody loves me! But everyone <laughs> plays it up as if he is, like, a handsome dude, right? That would be amazing. Like, so same he, movie! Same yeah.
1: scenes! They keep the play game play uh, subplot, which would which right. actually work, then.
3: That'd be, that'd be incredible. Time to tap my source! <laughs> <laughs> And that's
4: his catchphrase. He just says that like every twenty minutes, no matter where he is. He's at a dinner, you know. He's 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 with Holly Hunter, like. You know, like they're they're putting the moves on each other, and he's like, "Time that jack <laughs> like Just out of nowhere. Do,
3: <laughs> do you do you remember? Is it forty eight hours that, that he's in the Gilbert? Garvey? He's got like a super small part, and like he, he's in it for like ten seconds, but it's it's astounding. Like it's, it's, it's so good. They're, like Eddie Murphy's, like asking him about like uh, why his car. Like they're trying to get leverage on him, and it's like, a, oh, it's got these parking tickets. It's like that's my wife; it's in my name, but she has it. And then he picks up a phone and goes, "You bitch." <laughs> What's it <laughs> down?
5: <laughs> like immediately.
6: <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: 48 hours on recently. So I there's um cop. Ah. There's
5: different- a really amazing reading. documentary called Gilbert. And it's it kind of follows him around. Uh I think it's on well, it was on Hulu for a while. Someone made a documentary about him. It turns out he's like this quiet, sweet old man and it's nothing mm-hmm. like the character that he plays. He doesn't even like obviously he doesn't use that voice in real life. Well, yeah, yeah it's just
1: like Bobcat of... Yeah. You know, yeah. Re- remember, um, Gabe pointed out that, that he actually used his real voice in tape heads. Yeah.
4: So, uh, there's I think the, he uh, did in, in Blow, too, in the scene he is in, in Blow. It's definitely not nearly as, yeah, but
2: anyway. I
5: so, so it. like, there's these scenes where he's talking and he's, like, he has, like, <laughs> a, actually a quiet kind of, like, uh, a little bit hoarse voice. And he's, like, and he kisses his, like, really sweet-looking wife on the cheek and he's leaving his, like, really nice apartment. And then there's, like, a cut, too, and he's on stage. He's like a really sweet old person apartment too, and he seems like he's this quiet yeah. guy. And it cuts to him on stage, and he's like fucking and sucking, and like that's <laughs> the. I don't know. It's such a good documentary. He like goes up and he realizes that he's uh he like he's like talking to all these civil war um civil war reenactment guys and like is genuinely connecting with them. And seems just like kind of sweet and old and is like on tour by himself. And I don't know. It's kind of like this diet this nice. diametrically opposed life that he lived.
3: This is the documentary.
5: Yeah, it's called Gilbert.
3: Nice. Well, R.I.P. to a legend. That was his fit. Say, say there's nobody like that dude, and
5: there never will be again.
3: <laughs> Agreed.
5: Yeah. But uh, you know, broadcast news. Um <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that, that movie. Yeah. it's uh... so I, Which
1: I does found... not have Gilbert Gottfried, and he's totally missing it. This
5: yeah, is, this is a yeah, um, I found James L. Brooks talking about writing a love triangle, and I found it kind of interesting. Um <laughs> and his theory about uh, what that entails. I, I, like, I've like. i never really thought about the process of writing something like that, right? Like I, I, I think about like writing bits or like different things. Like he's, he's kind of, it's kind
2: of cool here. And simply this brings you back to your start really in uh, broadcast news. Um, when you made a film about it you did a lot of research did you learn anything that you didn't know about the news business um, it was it was the time of the first massive layoffs that are still going on the time New York Times announced today they're laying off a uh, hundred more people um, yeah and, um, and and it was, and it was the, the the time of those layoffs but the most but this is one of the examples of research I had to write this character who wasn't in it played by Bill Hurt who who was sort of a dumb guy, sort of a limited guy who, because he was good looking, was elevated basically to the top of the news department in in very crude terms. And, um, And there was a guy on a CBS news show that was kissing show business for the first time that was on that show. And everybody in the news department made fun of him and everybody you know he was a good-looking guy and he 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 had not paid the dues everybody else had paid and i interviewed him and and it was the best thing i could that could have happened to me because he was aware that he was the butt of jokes and suddenly he became sympathetic to me and that and i think if i hadn't met him i would have written the character in a much more two-dimensional way so one thing that's interesting here is there are two endings to this film and if you look at the criterion uh, DVD, you can see the other ending that was shot, uh, which really changes how we see this film. Did you, when you wrote the script, were you uncertain about the end or, or what made you shoot? I had, this, I had this idea that the only way to do a romantic triangle was to really be open to, to either guy getting the girl. You know, that, that you know, every, every romantic triangle you ever saw, it was sort of preordained who you should root for and who should get the girl. And you waited till that happened. And I and I left that open. I told the actors I was open to either one of them getting the girl. And so that that means that you're playing every scene. I, it was such a great time. You're you're playing every scene without having to have that result. The result of the scene must be that you like this person more. You so so it just made the work so much more interesting for everybody, for all of us. And then as we get and then we got towards the end, I couldn't put her with any guy and you you don't want to end a romantic comedy that way you know preferably but i couldn't do it uh, so i didn't and then foreseeably when you go out and you have and you have testings people weren't even sure which one they wanted her with but they wanted her with somebody so this is a, this is a long story so i had a, so i had an idea there was a, there was a french film a man and a woman that had a wonderful emotional ending where she gets off the train and I forget what the story was, but they weren't going to happen, and she suddenly sees him and the scene really gets you. And then I read that the director had not told her when she got off the train that he would be there or vice versa. I said, why that's so cool. And so I try to set it up with retakes. I told him we needed a technical retake for Polly leaving the airport in a cab at the end of the after they after they were over, leaving 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 the airport with a cab. And, I, and my joke, my, not my joke, I was trying to emulate that French experience because at the last minute I was going to put Bill Hurt in the cab with her in character that he came back, knowing that they were each good at improvisation, and seeing what would happen, and maybe I'd get just a juicy ending. And then just before Bill got it, and you know what, for a movie company to set up something like this, the B8LAX, it was like a big deal. And just before Bill got in the car, so somebody said. Hey, Bill, one of the members on the crew, and and it was over, and I went out of body. I think we filmed something, but you know, but that meant that I, I I went with the original ending, which just projected them into the future and showed how, you know, and I think I think it was, and then I saw the picture two years after I made it, and I figured with the ending I had, what the picture was really about was three people lost their last shot at real intimacy which sort of made, which I never intended when I wrote it, but you know, it's a team sport and a film can means, you know, if you work in a, in a great way, you know, and we, and we had great people who worked in a great way on that picture, you know, you, you can end up having your film be about something you never imagined.
6: Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm.
1: Now I wish I was watched the rest of the uh, cut scenes. Yeah, <laughs>
3: the, Wiley, the Wiley coyote scenes are really the, the best ones <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah but i don't know that's kind of fascinating um i've never really thought about that writing process but like you know it, it does make sense that you choose these characters and you're like oh well you know you have to be open to um either one winning and then you're like ah fuck like right. which one really wins out in the end um I mean, I think that some of it's metaphorical and, and is kind of, you know, these different incentives, really uh, pulling her in different directions. And it seems like in the end she kind of makes her peace with the fact that news is now entertainment like seven years later and decides, you know, it seems like she probably takes the decision to go um, with Tom wherever, you know, at at whatever station he's working at, but
4: I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, first of all, Albert Brooks was never gonna get the girl. It just, it just <laughs> wasn't gonna happen. I, I, I feel, and I feel like you know that early. You know that they're just, they're just tight, like, yeah. and, and you, you kind of get that sense. Uh, so um, you
1: forced it up a bit. He was in the. Conan Neutron in the uh,
5: Friends, uh, the Secret Friend Zone. <laughs> but he's in like a, but he's in kind of a, a very torturous version of the friend zone where they like kiss, and it seems like they're kind of um, sharing that. Seems much like intimacy. something could happen, yeah. Yeah, and it seems like, or it seems like something did happen, maybe at yeah. some point. And like you know, they're together all the time. They they kiss. It's not like they don't share the, the, those moments of physical intimacy. So it, it does make sense that kind of he's driven kind of so crazy by this girl. And by the fact that he's kind of at a dead end job that doesn't appreciate him, that he turns into this wildly coyote figure um, as soon mm-hmm. as a much more, more. Actual- <laughs> I'm glad that's sticking, by the way. is <laughs> <laughs> as as, as as, like kind of an, an, an alpha, an alpha, I guess, in the, you know, better looking um, and like, you know, doing this um nonchalantly without even, you know, um without having any talent. Well, he has talent, but without having any actual like uh, substantive talent, I think. Right. Um, That he's kind of able William to. William like, Hurt,
3: play. the Chad Road runner
5: and then you know you have this icarus moment where he flies you know he flies too close to the sun and that's like when he's sweating on camera and um it's kind of like you, you you tried to be you tried to be tom you tried to do this uh this kind of anchor position and you can't like you can't force yourself to fall upwards like you you're just gonna fail
3: and it just gets like it just spirals and gets progressively worse, and to the point that like it almost starts being like a chaos cloud, like when like the the background starts shaking, and then somebody somebody like says <laughs> it with their hand, and they're like, "Get the hand out of the frame, Hands in hand shot, the frame, hands in shot. shot, yeah. Like it's just like he's just sitting there like just just white knuckling his way through it, just like you're know, reading the lines, He's just like you know. Brrr like just beads of sweat just like coming down his face and then like when it does think thing where like the, she goes to like like dampen him down and she's like, she's like oh Jesus yeah. <laughs> and then he's <laughs> and then he like but to be to his credit to his credit he does indeed sit on his suit jacket
4: yes yeah. he does he's got a good line <laughs> he's got a great line and the yeah. shoulder pads
3: do
1: help a little yeah. but it doesn't matter but he lost yeah. one in the uh, flood.
5: <laughs> right, exactly. I mean if you've <laughs> ever been in <laughs> one of those uh studio environments too, like the lights are just the lights, lights are hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're in a yeah. you're in a hot place and definitely and it's not like we've ever it's not like we've ever um decided that any anchor is appropriately dressed if they're wearing like short sleeve shirts and like a polo or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're in a fucking suit in with hot lights over you, and you're expected not to be visibly sweating, and you're expected not to be visibly nervous. It's kind of um the opposite of podcasting.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean, and that if, if there's one good thing that like TYT and Majority Report and, and whatever have like sort of normalized is sort of like the people just looking. He doesn't look like he's having a heart attack, right, Matt Gilbert? Uh, is is the fact that people can just look like regular people and be talking about stuff and like, that's okay. You know? And, and that, and that's, uh, and I feel like that's happened. It's a little bit different, but in the late night talk show world as well. Right. Like the, the whole, like, you know, sitting at the desk thing, you know, I find her completely insufferable. But Samantha Bee is, does the thing where she like is walking around the, to the screens and stuff. That's interesting looking. You know, as much as the content is trash, uh, but the um, and John Oliver is a great example. You know, kind of taking and kind of putting it on on its end. But in some like ways,
5: it, Samantha B is like that uh, Holly Hunter character taken to like her extreme. You know what oh I mean? God, she's yeah, like, yeah. She's overly insufferable. Overly. Um, oh, she would. To- like, Holly they Hunter's they say, character like, in
3: broadcast news would totally be with her still yeah. still with her she would totally be hashtag still with her 100 that, that is a drag and a half wow and and uh Earth's character would certainly have sent a tweet out praising mitt romney for his his bold vote of for impeaching donald trump for sure i mean <laughs>
1: But he doesn't yeah. handle his tweets. He has like
5: a team but doesn't. He has a
3: team that he doesn't even know. He's like, what's a Twitter? You know, like he doesn't even yeah. doesn't care about it.
5: <laughs> he's got, I got a team for that. I mean, it's Anderson Cooper. That's what it is, right? Like he's basically
3: Anderson Cooper. Yeah.
1: Which, okay. Okay. I'm sorry, like Anderson Cooper has, uh, they, they rolled out a new CNN service where, where you can pay to get more CNN. It's 24 hours news day. It's not enough for
6: you. Now
5: it's a 36-hour news day. Anderson Cooper <laughs> has a
1: TV, you know, an extra TV show now giving out parenting advice. Like, what <sighs> of advice does he have? He has nannies. He's a freaking, like, son of, like, one of the richest families in the world. Yeah, he's a, he a Vanderbilt. Set. He's a vandal. Yeah, yeah. He's, never, that, he's not raising his kids. What is he gonna do? Like, he'll be right. interviewing his nannies? Like, you know, so, so, how was I a father today? Oh, yeah, you took him to okay oh, ice cream. It also
5: makes uh, Anderson Cooper kind of a, a more a bigger powerhouse kind of character. Uh, you know, if you think of him as, as a character, than like someone like Tom who kind of comes from nowhere and is really good looking and has manages to fall oh. upwards. Anderson yeah. Cooper is always going to fall upwards because he's literally a vandal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's nothing that's gonna happen with uh, to Anderson Cooper that's gonna be bad because. He could
3: just buy his way out of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, I was going to say that the parenting advice was via Vanderbilt. But yeah, we already covered that already. But I think that that's, you know, like, that that's clearly something that they were like, hey, man, we need you on this thing. What can you do? I'm like, I could give some parenting advice. That'd be fun. People would be looking for that. I'm a dad it, now. Yeah, in the way that only... Only in the way that only super rich people can be. Like when Gwyneth Paltrow was like, "I'm gonna, you know, what the pussy candles? What was she selling? She was, yeah, you know,
4: God. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna make this statement. It's white folks stuff, man. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> it, it, is. It, it, it is, and that's, and that is the one thing about this movie that is not lost on me is is that is that and I'll say this as, as I've gotten older I've, I've I've definitely become more aware but all these people are even though they're failing they're all still kind of failing up like no yeah. one really loses out out in this movie I mean obviously William hurt and Holly hunter probably probably get more than Albert Brooks but Albert Brooks still he still has a kid he gets married he you know and it And and he's seemingly happy. Everybody kind of still lives happily ever after. Yeah. You know? Um, Well, I mean,
5: you're intensely focused on the career pitfalls and relationship status of three uh, (laughs) white people who are making a lot of money. Right, exactly. Yeah,
6: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I
4: mean, but then when you start talking about Anderson Cooper and Gwyneth Paltrow, I mean, it's... (laughs) I mean, people will eat it up. I mean, even when we were talking talking about Lou Dobbs. You know why Lou Dobbs is so relevant? Because there are white folks in Nebraska that love the guy. You know, <laughs> and, and and will always love the guy, um, no matter what he says. And he just continually gets crazier and crazier as the years go along. It's really quite guy. fascinating. It, 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 it almost seems it like is bit, actually
3: right. Like I mean, it's, like his it's, it, it like, is it's it, it does
4: seem like a bit. Like like you, you're really like I don't know, what's he what what crazy things are you going to come up with this week? Yeah. yeah you out know? Outdid himself. He um, done it again. <laughs> but that's also the thing about this movie that fascinates me, especially being older. And now even like when I, like the person who I was, the black man that I was in college versus the black man I am today. And how I look at that movie, I still love it because it still tells the bigger story of, of how news is no longer news. You know, it, it is, it's, infotainment you know like, News is just uh, like top. Conan's like Conan's middle name yes but at the same time when I when I when I when I when I put my black man's glasses on and, and I look at that it's like a it's like you know in a sense I could see it being somewhat unrelatable then and I, it's definitely <laughs> unrelatable now I mean you know but but nevertheless I mean and, and, and that's why like with with movies actually with all movies with most movies, from the 80s and 90s that I watched, it's funny how how you know I was talking about William Hurt early, earlier earlier and how you you might look at him in a different light today. You know, even looking at these movies, you know, and just how they're you know, especially in the 80s, like if they would have put that scene with the with the with the gameplay from the State Department, oh man, that would that would not have aged well at all. So and I mean, yeah. it's a a good thing they didn't. But they almost did. <laughs> they filmed it. They blocked it. They, you know, they, you know. I mean, and luckily they they snipped it. But you know, I mean, you think about that. I mean, it, it's it's funny even to look at this movie for myself, even through that perspective.
5: Um, and you had a lot of kind of love triangles between uh you know professional managerial <laughs> class level yes. white people like that was a big uh yeah. genre and it led to kind of the rise of like the the black supporting character that's just like the yeah. helpful oh, yeah. friend but you know that was a big thing too and, and you see that in this movie with uh there's a the one older black guy that works at the station and yeah. he, his like one big line is uh yeah, so- he, he's sitting there and aaron's like i'm doing the evening news tonight and he's like Way to go! And then yeah. that well, one. he's like, "You find out any more of you find out more about the editor's yeah. story." I feel like than you find out about that. Yeah, story. I
4: I love that he's like, "Hey, Aaron," and then there's like a weird pause, like, "Way to go!" Like, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He blacks it. He he does his he does his best, Isaac. You know, from <laughs> from the love boat. You know, <laughs> like his best. Way to go, man! You know, shakes his <laughs> head a little bit. You know, like. It's a little shimmy into it, you know. A little bit. But you're right. That that is literally it's like his like only line. Yeah, the one. The lit- I mean, I'm trying to think. Is it like almost person of color? Period that has any sort of anything, you know, like in that in that movie, you know. And so it's yeah. Maybe but even that thought, they had to like flag it watch.
1: up. It was, it was like they <laughs> they had another black character.
4: That what was it
1: Maybe in one of the
4: cutscenes. Oh, the cutscenes! Yeah, too much ratio is off. Yeah, no, no. It's just... <laughs> yeah, ratio was off. You know, it's like we have know. to get rid of. We have to get rid of this <laughs> scene
5: for uh, ratio reasons.
4: Oh, fine. Yeah, cut that scene. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's no Eddie Murphy. You know, so he's 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 got to go. Eddie Murphy's hot right now. I mean, that black we can take. You know, this normal guy. You know, I mean, why do you think that? Uh, you know, from a. Uh, Ghostbusters, Briar, you know? like not, I'm Ghostbusters, not, it's not, it's barely <laughs> in it, but, he, but he's still a Ghostbuster, though. You know, still a Ghostbuster. Nobody knows who he is.
3: To To be fair, though, his <laughs> yeah. character in a way is my favorite because he's the guy. Like, all right, whatever, whatever y'all up to? Yeah. I'm just here for the paycheck, man. Like, what do yeah. we need to do? Uh,
4: because of course he is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but and it, it, but it's I think that it's yeah. interesting that they brought in that character uh the, the way that they did uh and it does make him a bit of a foil to the rest of them because yeah. they're like deep in their yeah. nerd shit and like whatever and he's just like yeah. what okay. the hell are you guys on about like all right Agreed. fine what
4: because because forbid a black man be smart well <laughs> i'm just but, but, that but I'm being honest though i mean let's yeah let's, let's keep it a buck well, that I was mean, uh, that was the I, 80s. It was the 80s. Ivan
3: Reitman, was, right? Know. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I I love Ghostbusters, but it, I mean, obviously, I named my show after it, but it's it's not without yeah. its flaws. Sure. I mean, sure. Like, I, mean it, it, I mean, what? what I like Ernie Hudson. Period is
5: but like i watch I, anything
1: I, he's in like, like yeah yeah oh well, he's, I mean, he's the kind of the, of the he's kind of yeah the, the rat, oh, let's watch
5: that the rat pack character almost you know what i mean like they have the the rat pack and they oh he's the sammy and, of ghost yeah he, you know he's the <laughs> they bring sammy davis jr on stage once in, like once in a while to to be the the butt of the
4: jokes and, hey look we like, got a black like, friend yeah you know yeah. great <laughs> well i mean i know obviously the it is correct that it was it was supposed to be eddie murphy right like he was supposed Ghostbusters? to be. Was it really? I, yes, I think at one I, point so it, was, so it was
1: like it, really early production. Yeah. So then, and it
4: was like a, they didn't know if it was a long shot and you know, that, that he would even be in it. So they literally kind of wrote it for him to be in it, you know, in, in a sense. And then it's like, all right, well, let's see what other black people we got around. Yeah. And when left, Ernie
1: Hudson got, yeah, and we uh, <laughs> saw the uh, Eddie Murphy version and was like, Oh, yeah. this is a really good role. And then yeah, it yeah. kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller.
3: Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so originally Eddie Murphy was gonna be, uh, was gonna be in Ghostbusters in the Ernie Hudson yeah. role. Yeah. And I've forgotten this. John Belushi was originally gonna be Peter Vankman, which makes yeah. that movie one hundred percent different. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
6: Wow.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Oof. like crazy, right? But let's yeah. let's um, since we're since I can I can segue this a little bit. Uh, James L. Brooks actually wrote this movie for the Holly Hunter character to be played by Deborah Winger.
4: Yeah, I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but, you know,
3: and, and, and I mentioned uh, Catherine O'Hara, right? But I actually found some other folks that uh, were yeah. considered for the role, including Sigourney Weaver.
5: Okay. Oh, I think that's a, different, that's a different movie. That's a, that's different, a different movie. movie. Yeah, but,
1: I, I, but still could have. Would have, been interesting. have yeah, maybe. been interesting.
3: Yeah. Uh that would have been pre pre pre-aliens. No. 87. It yeah. would have been It would be post-aliens. Yeah, would yeah, be post-aliens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Judy Davis from Barton Fink of amongst other yeah. movies, the beloved Barton huh. Fink. Mm.
6: Mm. Uh. Uh,
3: <laughs> that's a great I love your reactions to this, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on, where'd it go? Um Elizabeth Perkins.
4: Oh, you know, you know, it's funny. I'm watching. My wife and I are watching uh, War of the Worlds, a TV series. Oh, is that any good? Right now with Gabriel Byrne, it, it's yeah. two seasons oh. in. And wait, wait,
1: not the one with uh, Duncan MacLeod from Highlander.
4: <laughs> no. So no. uh, no. I, I don't think about it. For a that's minute. the proper like, reaction should, to what Andy just uh, said. By the way, yeah, you <laughs> reacted very well. No, no. It, it, it's Gabriel Byrne, no. uh, yeah, yeah, Elizabeth McGovern, um, yeah, those are the recognizable. Like, you know, people I, in,
5: I, I feel like, I feel yeah. like they choose that wouldn't have worked. I don't the think that would work. The character has to be yeah. someone who's
4: really, really likable for the for the yeah. movie to work, right? Yeah, um yeah, but it can
1: also it, be type A. Like, like, like that. But also uh,
4: has to look like the little engine that could too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it has to be that man. She's she fights over a weight class, you know, like kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah, exactly. like that. And Elizabeth, I didn't know she was I don't so think good. Really yeah, I, I just I don't. But that's the thing about Sigourney Weaver. She's like kind of intimidating looking in an and I I just don't know if that would have worked because Holly Hunter doesn't necessarily look intimidating but she just is by force she, she's of got, she, I, I, she, you know. yeah she
3: she's got the uh, and i've had it ascribed to myself and I made it a lifestyle brand but the big raccoon energy <laughs> yeah
4: yeah, <laughs> you
5: know. yeah there, um, there i go. don't know elizabeth perkins <laughs> kind of uh she she's really good in uh, in weeds i like i like weeds that I, I used to I like like I did so a lot. and she is celia as that kind of uh like you know her her neighbor that's kind of always that you know always trying to like bring oh, her down
4: and dang it I was thinking of like, the wrong person yeah, it's Elizabeth McGovern in World of Worlds. Not, well, not well, Elizabeth right, but
3: Elizabeth it, McGovern it, it. and Elizabeth Perkins were both up for the role. So oh, they uh, oh okay. So yeah. I did hear both.
4: Yeah, thought I was going crazy.
3: No, I, no, uh, no, not well, not for this. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh Yeah, like so, all of those are different, and I think yeah. that uh, the only one of those that I think would really, really, I could see Judy Davis pulling it off, but like it would be a different. It would be a different feel. And it probably would have ended up, unfortunately, being more
5: on the romantic comedy side. I think Scorny Weaver could have pulled it off, but it's different. It would hit way different.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: She's kind of intimidating by size and just yeah, funny, weird, yeah. whatever. And Holly Hunt just, is kind of just intimidating because she just, I don't know, she just does it. She pulls it off. She's just got, she's
3: just like a little dynamo. She's like got electricity, yeah, like, buying exactly. off
5: her, right? So, yeah. 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 Did any you guys see The Big Sick, uh, that movie that yeah. Kamel Nanjiani made? Kamal and... Uh, oh, no, I haven't. No, I haven't seen it. And... Oh. Um, thinking of the big
3: what's, it, what's the what's uh, what the woman's elia Ellie, Ellie, Ellie
5: kazan's granddaughter Zoe, i think right isn't she the girl in that oh really is that oh, oh yeah. i don't I, I i i
3: i'm familiar i haven't i haven't watched it i've had it on my watch
5: those for like two years <laughs> sure that. yeah zoe kazan uh that plays the yeah but that, that's a movie that um holly hunter plays the uh the mother-in-law oh so. um, and and she does a really good job in that it's her. Yeah, she's married yeah. to. She's married Straight to back. Ray Romano in that movie. It's like they're like a <laughs> really yeah, and they're supposed to be Zoe Kazan's uh, parents.
3: <laughs>
5: that's a that's a uh, hmm.
3: Hmm. that's somebody S- punching S- above S- the weight class for sure.
5: Uh, this, this movie, mm-hmm. but Ray Romano plays Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh.
3: not as good as gilbert godfrey but since he's out
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: ray romano can be a lot of fun too like like you know yeah. Uh, oh yeah but he's not like,
3: conventionally like the most handsome of bros he's not he's no not no but a, like, 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 he's himbo. also
1: very funny like like uh, yeah. uh i know you like get shorty
3: i i do like get yeah, yeah
1: which which i i don't but i appreciate ray romano in it so i appreciate the fact that you needed to it's say
5: it's time to read <laughs> the, the evening news <laughs> Debra, Debra, I, I lost my I lost my teleprompter. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not good at my job.
3: <laughs> so anyway, those are the folks that that could have been yeah. in the um, in the role that Holly Hunter played, which uh, none of them like it, this. It, this movie's perfect for her. like, and yeah. she's she is like she lost a share for best actress. I think this year. Uh, <sighs> Was Mask, Moonstruck? Moonstruck. It was either. Mo- oh, I don't know what's. Yeah, because I think Mask was a little earlier. It, it might. Have been, it might have been Moonstruck, which actually I don't. Which is one there. of those weird about, movies that but... I actually did
1: watch, which is not a movie I normally would. But I was because I was drawing and I was really into it. And I couldn't change the channel. <laughs> so yep. you know that's how I watched. Uh, Moonstruck. I watched.
5: Uh, I watched Moonstruck in high school for some reason. And I can't remember why, but there was because you were
1: that... drawing and you couldn't change the channel.
5: <laughs> no, but there was a class that they were like they, they were trying uh-huh. to teach you something using Moonstruck. Oh, okay,
3: okay but no i, I make a mediocre watch- movie that wins an oscar
5: hung it's a yeah. it's a hungover
4: uh, substitute teacher uh, i never saw it <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't man. even know what it was about what was it even about
1: it's I, like a pizza I, guy falling in there. love with Cher, and, and uh yeah. they were like all italian
4: yeah, that's the best estimation yeah. yeah. I could give hey, it. Yeah. Oscar worthy plot if there ever was
5: one.
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's-, <laughs> so
5: that's-, uh, that's how they inaugurate um Italians into being white now. They just do that movie in Oscar. They're like, "There you go. You guys are <laughs> y'all are white now.
6: now. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. You're yeah. in the club. You're in the club."
5: The it, new award show, the uh the whiteies, they they inaugurated.
3: <laughs> Wait, did you say new award show? Anyway.
5: They inaugurated the Polish, the Polish a couple of years ago, they, they, they inaugurated yeah, yeah, yeah. the Italians. Uh
3: yeah. Oh, they'll let anyone in. Uh yeah, yeah but Holly Hunter did not win Best Actress uh mm. because it went to share, and that was that's surprising mm. to that me. Whatever it's the Oscars like come yeah. on come on come on was like not even like in contention Green Knight wasn't even nominated for cinematography Coda plays like a Disney Channel movie I mean like like whatever like and, and I'll praise the Jessica Chastain but that a Tammy Faye movie blows anyway that's a preview of the kind of content you will get when we talk about our favorite movies of 2021 which I think we're gonna do eventually right
5: yeah we're doing sometime this month um I know, got thoughts being seasonally seasonally sick <laughs> Um, do you want to do you want to do the Letterbox one liners uh, before we jump off and head to the uh,
3: yeah, party? absolutely, absolutely, so uh, yeah, this <clears throat> Let me see. I don't need papers to shuffle Here. Uh, The so yeah, Letterbox is a place for film social media site uh, for film lovers to talk at with and to each other about the movies they love about the movies that they don't love, about the movies they are baffled or confused by, about the movies that they disassociate to, whatever. It's all there, and uh, it's all on the internet. It's a bottom-up democracy. Everyone gets to have their say, not just the Siskels and the Eberts and the the big critics. And, of course, some of the best reviews that you will find on this site for the various movies uh, are in the classic one-liner form, which is what this is. This is the Letterbox One-Liners for broadcast news, moving extravaganza. Let's go, Forrest.
5: That man can sweat. <laughs> he sweats more than Nixon. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's that line? He, goes, he sweat more than Nixon ever did.
4: <laughs> is it is anybody seeing this? Where he's like, is this bad? Is this bad? I like I like, are I like you, uh are you and 26 seeing like are
5: like, 26 people 26 people were dead, and I wish I was wish one of were, them. Oh, the, be- yeah, one yeah. Of the best sides of that movie. And I wish I were one of them. <laughs>
3: Moms everywhere would subscribe to CNN Plus for 1980s William Hurt. Yeah, like he's Anderson Cooper. Mm. <laughs> yep. Except for yeah. potentially straight. I don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> depending on, depending on which version you watch, apparently. But... <laughs> Scumbag himbo will hurt continuously failing upwards is a great metaphor for this country.
5: Yeah. At, at the very least, like, you know, the, the white upper... Uh, class yeah. of this country right like they can't yeah. really ever fall out of yeah. that strata
4: which which has been the case since i don't know <laughs> 1619 the 1619 project in, in this country a, anyway i the mean officially project
5: is just a, a map of all the different ways white people have fallen <laughs> <off> their- <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's actually
3: just a map of all the different himbos in
5: 1619
1: yeah. <laughs> oh man there were so many himbos in 16 so many himbos yeah
5: Whoa, Pilgrim Rock, Pilgrim Rock fell on us. Woof. Dang it, these.
4: Plymouth Plymouth Rock. These Dutch people ride my coattails. (laughs) You know.
3: Having Holly Hunter softly talk in my ear while I get paid to look pretty kind of sounds like my dream job.
4: I mean, she
5: kills it, like, talking him through that, right? Like, and and it kind of helps that he has that mercurial look where you can't
4: really tell, you know, that he's, he's. here, here's my question, it, and I, I was telling my wife this last time we were watching it. He's got a teleprompter. Right. So when is he sliding in all the things that Holly Hunter's telling him well, while like, he's reading it's, it's the
1: teleprompter? It's breaking news, so, so I don't know how much is actually in the teleprompter, though.
4: Okay, because they show him reading. Yeah, okay. All right. uh, no, that makes least, sense. You, what you said totally makes sense. It. it yeah.
1: Cause it's breaking news. Cause and I remember, um, yeah. I, I used to watch Rachel Maddow all the time. And, um, uh,
3: investigative reporter. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um,
1: <laughs> but, but, uh, th- there was like an emergency that happened and, uh, she was completely, uh, it was like, uh, uh, I think it was like the Boston bomber or something like that. And she was completely freaking out on, on TV. Um, yeah. and, and <laughs> it was, it was terrible TV cause like, like, yeah. no, it was you, know, you was freaking out on
5: TV cause she couldn't find a way to connect it to Russia. That, no, I mean, Everybody. this is
1: back whenever the show was actually watchable uh, before, yeah. before that. Yeah. Where she actually would occasionally make a, a reference to Watchmen uh, that was actually comic accurate. So, you know, um,
5: there, there was her that. Writers, or her writers would. Yes, her...
1: Okay, yeah, actually, because because the show's quality uh, dropped once Bill Wolf left the show, um, which, which that's how much I was watching the show. And I am embarrassed to admit that, that I know this. But... <laughs> Um, the, the point is, is that like during a live event, you don't always have stuff like right in front of you to tell you what to say. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it is, it is, a, a t- you know, a certain type of person that can actually pull off, uh, even with, you know, somebody in your ear telling you what to say, Not which is me, kind of disconcerting. But, which, uh...
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I mean, like, like Conan knows this cause he's been in recording studios a lot more than I have. Uh, but the yep. one time I experienced it, it really was just completely disconcerting. <laughs>
5: All right, let's go. Just wait till they turn this into an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that that hit differently when we did American Psycho, and there was one of those ones. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a pretty evergreen one-liner that's going to age differently as time goes on. But
5: yeah, when we have our first NFT president, um... <laughs> Twilight for journalists. <laughs> yeah. And then... No, it, yeah, it is. <laughs>
1: No, no, I love the part where um, uh, the, the the you know Holly Hunter sees uh, um, Albert Brooks's baby and then becomes like obsessed with it.
5: Oh, I thought you were gonna say, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I love the part where Tom turns into a werewolf like live on. <laughs> it was no, a deleted that's scene. <laughs> that, that's the
1: howling. Um, by the way,
3: <laughs> where, where the newscaster turns into a werewolf,
1: which mm. is it's great. in the
3: Criterion version of uh, Broadcast News too. <laughs> People don't know it. People mm-hmm. haven't seen it. They're talking in about. it in in black and yeah, exactly. white. Exactly. They never even, you know. exactly. For dramatic effect.
4: Wait, that was, that was, uh, Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Kane I- the entire time? <laughs> all right, all
3: right, all right. I, P. Hey. William Hurt, the great stone faced himbo. <laughs>
5: stone faced. I, I have, uh, I have a weird, uh, David Letterman clip that I'll play in the in the after party. Where it's uh, William Hurt talking to David Letterman, and he's he's stone faced. He definitely is.
3: Yeah, that's definitely a stone faced Timbo thing to say. (laughs) It's the Wire to networks, The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I was actually watching Siskel and Ebert arguing that this this might actually be better than Network. Um,
5: Well, of course they would argue that they're not like ideologically (laughs) driven, or you know what I mean. Like,
4: (laughs) (laughs) and I, hmm, I don't know. I know. I don't know. I network folks,
5: a lot of ideas that I've had, yeah. that I haven't seen a movie actually able to put into like uh, an effect,
4: and I I don't think that this movie is better than that. <laughs> they're they're, they're like both it, very good. They hit. Dirt. I feel like if you, if anything, you you switch them. I think it's the network is the wire to broadcast mm. news. Yeah. I, I I think if anything, it's the other way around.
3: All right, Tim Cop. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. you on notice. love yeah. triangle between three blue check marks. <laughs>
5: I had to hold back from I had to hold back from uh, making that joke where you, where you said the thing about Aaron having a check mark because I was like, all right, yep. that's, that's the one that's gonna be in the in the letterbox It is though, I, that is exactly what this movie is. It's three check mark uh, journalists, you know, journalists yeah. like battling for love. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that it's,
3: would, it's, would it's, have been a better uh, preview uh, than the actual <laughs> movie uh, movie uh, movie uh, preview, by uh, the way. They
1: all
5: have check marks. Are almost identical.
1: But you know, in 1987, nobody would have known what Twitter was or what a yeah, checkmark is, dude. And they, how they how many minds interest, would have been blown? They would have, huh? yes. they would have
5: been interested, and they would have turned on the the movie to find out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a movie about the burden of being smart enough to know that you'll never be truly happy. Yes,
4: very on the nose.
3: <laughs> that's Griffin All Newman. That anyway. I don't, I don't, I don't often give praise or shout outs to other movie podcasts, but that's Griffin Newman of the Blank Check Podcast, and I thought that was very astute and. Uh, Sometimes it's just stuff I like. It's not necessarily because it's funny. So there you go. Those are the letterbox Reviews for Broadcast News. Follow moving to extravaganza on Letterboxd. That is a uh, Forrest over there. I, of course, am Coda Neutron. You may can and should follow me on Letterboxd. I'm probably the most active of all these guys. And then also Jay Andy World down there uh, is also on hey, Letterboxd. Go so follow him. Just a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, all of most of our featured guests, a lot of them are on there as well. Everyone's in the orbit. It's a fun, it's a fun site. It's one of the only social media sites I like. So that should tell you something. Andy World, please take it away. All right. If you're watching us right here
1: on Twitch, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, I'm having a little bit of an allergy <laughs> attack. But if you're watching this right here on Twitch.
4: Don't pull out Albert
3: Brooks on this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm
4: breaking this out of flop sweat
1: uh, right now. Um, but nobody will notice. Nobody will notice. Um, anyways, uh, no, no. Make sure you do the, um, make sure you, you subscribe if you can. Uh, that helps us out. If you have an Amazon Prime account, please subscribe because that doesn't cost you anything. But that, that actually helps us out a lot. If you're watching us over on YouTube, do the YouTube things. Smash that bell. Like, you know, um, they wanted to smash each other because everybody wanted to smash each, smash each other. That
5: <laughs> <bell> like- smash <laughs> that bell like sweat smashed uh, Aaron's yeah. forehead. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and,
1: and, you know, hit the like, the bell, the the um, comment. Comment's, uh, you know, a great way to help us out, too. And uh, whether we read it or not, it's a different story. And finally, the most important thing, watch the video to the end, because that uh, does help other movie fans find our videos. And
3: uh, we, we, we also appreciate have... your service. Yes. You. Yes, we really do.
1: <laughs> and we do try to keep it entertaining to the end. So, you know, and that's, that mm. song slaps that Conan just made, which we haven't really said. Um, yeah.
5: no, that song. That song. I love yeah. the. It's time. I, I showed it to my mom earlier and she started cracking up when you when the voice came in and was like, oh, like that's awesome yeah and uh but yeah
1: um you know so please watch uh watch us to the end and um we have a patreon the patreon uh also helps us out to get you access to you know if you can't watch the post game uh, i'm sorry not post game if you can't watch the after party now guess what you can watch it whenever you want if you're if you're a patron um, you can also get uh, other things that we plan on bringing out in the future, but we haven't quite done yet but
3: that we may eventually do yes.
1: yeah, we, we are planning on <laughs> more uh, more things for you. Uh, so stay tuned and we'll announce those as we actually make them. <laughs>
3: indeed. Well then
5: right. right at least when well, I stop being so damn sick all the fucking time yeah and I yeah, can't yeah, really yeah like <laughs> do things more than once every other day. More like
3: when you can start being siqq sick.
5: Yeah.
4: Sick. 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 We uh, are. If, 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 if you put an S between the I and the Q, and an O, that would be Cisco.
5: Sick. Cisco. <laughs> and this is my. This Everybody knows Cisco, song. right? Yeah. This is, yeah, uh, this is my you thong
4: song right here, you know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this show is my personal thong song. Yes. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, it's an extra cute. An extra cue for an extra dose of, of cues, I guess. The,
3: the extra cue is for value. Uh, it's yeah. like uh, it was for conspiracy theories.
5: The extra, the extra cue is for JFK Jr. Jr. Who is, you know, going to be coming back <laughs> <Yeah>. and uh, <laughs> fighting the pedophiles yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> Final oh, thoughts, wow. right? I hope. Yeah. Final thoughts, um, <laughs> uh, JB. You got some final, you got some final uh, thoughts sure. going on. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, first of all, thank you for having
4: me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks having for having everybody. Movie. Uh, yeah. This was fun. Said, we'll uh, hit some
5: of these. We'll hit some stuff on this uh, uh, harder in the after party. So if you have anything that you wanted to elaborate on, we'll hit it. We'll oh, hit okay. It in that. Yeah. All right. Sure.
4: Um, no. Final thoughts is uh, this is a this is one of those movies that I actually I don't recommend many movies to people, but. This is one that I actually do. I think it's relevant to even to today, and uh, and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really all I got. Yeah. I was stoked it's when all, you. That's it. That's suggested. all I got. <laughs> uh, I, it
3: was. I, I was stoked when you suggested it because oh. I was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be a great one to cover. That sounds awesome." Mm. So and load as was. many
4: as many politi- <laughs> as many talks we have about about pop culture and life and yeah, political yeah. you know in, in the van and mm-hmm. this this movie fits right into it so Which we, we yes. may have
3: some of those this week even we'll see
5: yes <laughs> <laughs> all right uh conan final thought uh yeah i mean this is a
3: Interesting movie, and in the fact that it is 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 very clearly a romantic comedy, as, as that preview would definitely lead you to believe.
6: <laughs> but
3: uh, also, it's a scathing indictment and sort of like a sardonic farce on what was happening to news at that time, of which that has now completely changed, which makes it a snapshot of an interesting time within news and culture to, uh, to see those changes put forward. I think it's impeccably acted. I think uh, the the three principles are all utterly fantastic at what they do. Uh, I agree that it's not really, there's not any clear protagonist. Everyone's pretty flawed in their way as are most humans. Uh, I think it's very well directed. I was shocked at how long it was because I do not remember Mm -hmm. it being a very long movie because it just moves right along. Also, can we just say, maybe one of the best Jack Nicholson's... Do we call it a cameo? Yeah. Like, he wasn't, like, Bill... He, he didn't even want credit. He didn't
4: want he credit. Didn't want he credit. didn't credit. want anyone to know that, that he didn't want to be put on the bill or anything like that. And he basically yeah. plays,
3: like, the Walter Cronkite, you know, yeah. like, whatever, the season the season anchor. Uh, and he's, he's crucial to the mm-hmm. to the rest of the movie, and we'll probably mm-hmm. get into it, I hope, in the, in the after show, because we're... Uh, like when they're talking about the, the layoffs and he's like, well, you couldn't yeah. cut your salary. And he's just like, yeah.
4: that's no, that's just some sick joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That dude is the best. The yeah, he's
3: so good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think this movie is, is awesome. I actually, I actually saw this and network both uh, for the first time around the same time. And I think that they are certainly uh, cousins to each other, although they yeah. hit I completely agree. differently. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think this is a very enjoyable movie that I don't love the ending, but I get why it's the Mm -hmm. way that it is. And I don't necessarily have a better idea for like how it could end. Mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's good. I think it's enjoyable watch. And uh, I don't think I've heard it discussed anywhere other than the show that, Mm -hmm. that I'm aware of. So glad to be a part of it. And uh, it was really nice having GB on Cause my secret plan of having everyone that ever has been, yeah. or will be in Coda Neutron, the secret friends yeah. being on this show is gradually coming yeah. together.
4: <laughs> it is glad, glad to make your evil plans. Uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's like, a, <laughs> It's the frog in the
3: boiling uh, pot of water, right? You just turn it up slowly. Good. Yeah. Yes. Good. <laughs>
5: All right, Andy, you got some final thoughts for us, buddy?
1: Yeah, I will say, um, I, I, this is my first time watching it. I, I you know, uh, when it came out, I was uh, what ten when it came out, so I have no interest in watching this thing. Um, <laughs>
3: It's a kissing movie. We established. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, a movie about the
5: news. <laughs> like, and honestly, like, like it's, it's
1: one of those movies that kind of also got memory holed a bit too. Like, like it is a great, well acted, well, well everything movie. But like, it's not one of those like absolute banger classics. Yeah. It's still a banger. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. but uh, and and I really did enjoy it. Um, my, my biggest surprise though was like how toxic Albert Brooks was in this film, because like you know Albert Brooks is. charismatic af like 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 i've never seen anything where you don't like him even even as the heavy in drive which which is uh you know such departure from um he still had a bit of that, that charisma that he has and um to see him be such like a toxic jerk um it makes me kind of wonder, like, why he hasn't done more of that, um, because because it'd be kind of interesting to see. And that. and he plays a good heavy.
5: Brooke You're right. Yeah. Style, yeah, yeah no. Absolutely. <laughs> the Albert Brooks style character, almost like you know, kind of the the guy that's too smart for his own good. this yeah. guy, Side character. There's a friend. Yeah. Like, I feel like they kind of got moved to the forefront with like Judd Apatow movies, right? Like Seth Rogen as kind yeah. of a, a, a kind of an unmotivated yeah. smart aleck like stoner guy that gets to be at the front of these uh movies and they don't usually hit how toxic those people can be. You know what I mean? Like they've kind of started to they have like uh there's that series love that kind of does that. But it's it's cool to see that in this movie and to see like how actually like petty and toxic and Um, kind of was a little
6: toxic. (laughs) (laughs) But uh yeah. Andy World
5: everybody. There (laughs) we go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obscure obscure superhero movie I got it.
3: Um (laughs)
1: but yeah no no i um but but that was like my big takeaway from the movie was just like it 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 seemed like like the reason why it works so well at the end where they don't end up with each other is because like um what albert brooks was doing personally um william hurt was doing professionally you know the kind of gaslighting and and manipulating Mm -hmm. people's emotions yeah the difference is is like i think uh what what um uh what, what tom was doing was actually for the betterment of society um by, you know, crying in the piece, yeah, it's fake, but like he genuinely felt that. So he, he, he allowed that to kind of mm. come out and, you know, so, so, so how wrong is that? Yeah. It was a little manipulative, but not, not nearly as much as Albert Brooks was at the end, you know, trying to manipulate, uh, Holly Hunter. into Yeah.
3: What equate that with like Brian Williams. Yeah. Right. I mean, war hero, Brian Williams.
6: Exactly.
3: <laughs> Everyone remember that?
5: yeah <laughs> he barely got a suspension for that uh like he, he was back mm-hmm. on he just kind of got knocked down from mbc to msnbc pretty fast yeah, you know? yeah. yeah pretty um,
1: much and he is he is truly our generation's himbo <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> but still still making a lot of money yeah it's still, still successful exactly yeah i mean, never failure
3: you know.
5: Brian williams yeah that's honest, will. hilarious <laughs> all right so we'll we'll have we'll discuss a lot more in the uh after party much more brian williams um, coming
3: up more brian williams I have, I have
5: a clip of uh i have a clip of uh, james l brooks talking about directing jack nicholson both in terms of endearment and this i have I, I have a few clips left that i didn't get to in this so uh yeah it should be a fun conversation i will say my final thoughts uh 120 people reported injured at least 22 people dead i wish i were one of them <laughs>